Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dan and Joe Sports Show. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Joe. All right, Joe, we got ourselves a special locker room talk tonight, which is, of course, is always brought to you by our fine sponsors, Hunter and Ginger Harrelson of Beach Ball Properties. I'll have to put it on our social media later, but Hunter and them have a new sign, and it is big and brazen. Got a huge beach ball at it. Uh, right now, it is super hot outside and a great time to come down to the beach. Uh, so far, you know, if you can get the weather to cooperate with you, it's nothing like getting a dip in the water right now. If you're looking for a beach vacation to go have a ball at the beach, give Hunter and Ginger a call at Beach Ball Properties. Sounds good. All right, Joe, I saw something that came in. And, you know, for Auburn fans like me, these are always usually things that we are very excited about when we see it. When you go into the analytics of who make up Auburn and Alabama fans, um, not a shame at admitting in a little bit of a holier-than-thou way. Generally, when you look at it, the Auburn people are more successful than Alabama people. There's uh, it seems to be a little bit more diversity amongst the fan base. And the latest results that we have just stick to it even more. And I was really happy to read it today. We may not have, Joe, as many national championships, but it appears that we may have a hard ROI, that being a return on investment that you have. And Joe, it doesn't just go to the money aspect. It goes to the gender differences. Uh, Alabama has 63% male fans to only uh, 40% male fans for Auburn. Actually, Auburn has 60% female fans, which is very interesting, uh, with mm-hmm. only 37% of women being Alabama fans. Interesting. Does it say how they polled uh, everybody or how the analytics were uh, depicted? You know, Joe, I have no idea how they did this. I'm assuming this was data mining. You look at what people are searching on Twitter, what they're searching on the Internet. Um, maybe they did some things looking at college degrees, but I, I assume it's a lot of what you get with anything while suddenly you think about buying something and then you get an ad from it that's emailed to you 10 minutes later. I, I think that's probably the way that this, is, this was done. Yeah, yeah I, I could see that. All right, Joe, uh, you know, of course, they went into the overall numbers. I read an article about this, too, that was interesting uh, that talked about the overall numbers of SEC fans. And, of course, Alabama right now, I think outside of – it even has more than Texas a and I think they have more fans than any other SEC program right now, and they have 4.1 million fans. Uh, and according to however they did this, Auburn has 2 million fans. But I did notice, interestingly, though, that Auburn had, I think, outside of Georgia, they had the second highest uh, growth in fans over the last five years. I'm not sure why that is, but for some reason, they've had the the biggest growth outside of Georgia, which, of course, has really risen to prominence in the last five years, winning the national championship. Auburn had the second highest growth. And what I was fascinating to see, Joe, I mean, we always like to talk about, you know, Ole Miss on this show, too, that when they did the numbers, Ole Miss had the second least amount of fans in the entire SEC. I think they had something like half a million people who identified as Ole Miss fans. And the only school that had less people that identify than Ole Miss fans was actually Vanderbilt. Yeah, I'm not not surprised that Vanderbilt would be there. But, yeah, I'm a little bit surprised that Ole Miss would be uh, that far on the list. Yeah, I mean, I would have thought they probably would have more people, more than Mississippi State. I would have thought probably more than Kentucky. Um, you know, Missouri, but yeah, I, I was kind of surprised to see that. And the, especially the slow growth too. Ole Miss also had like, I 
think, outside of Vanderbilt, the least amount of gained fans over the last five years. Now, maybe that stuff takes a little bit to, you know, come down the pipeline because you would think with Lane Kiffin there being there and the more excitement and with the baseball national championship, maybe you'd have more. So this could be like a little bit behind maybe the growth you saw with Auburn is more still related to what happened in 2010, 2013, 2017 in football. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting when you kind of define, you know, a fan of some of these schools, because I can remember going to undergrad, you know, at William Carey, um, knowing people, you know, that went there, knowing other people that went to like division three, II, division two II schools, you know, it's pretty common to kind of have your second favorite team. You know, you'll root for the school that you go to, but then it's like you have your second favorite team and somebody might be like, I'm an Alabama fan or I'm an LSU fan. And I feel like with a school like Alabama, you know, with them winning as much as they do, they're one of the top choices for kind of that second favorite team for everybody. And so I'm always kind of interested in how that kind of plays into the stats. Well, it's interesting, Joe, you bring that up. Uh amongst Gen Zers, the newest generation of fans, Alabama was by far the number one in the SEC. And they actually, they had way more than Auburn did. I think it saw like of the Gen Z fans, Alabama had 700,000 fans. So that's definitely one of their highest demographics right now. And, you know, interestingly, Joe, I was talking about the, the male and female dichotomy, even though Alabama has 4 million fans, Auburn almost has as many uh, women fans as Alabama does with only 2 million because Auburn has 1.2 million fans and Alabama has one and a half million. So it just shows you like the high percentage that you have of uh, female Auburn fans. Mm-hmm. And also in my experience, you know, I don't have any uh, um, data on this, but just like personal experience, I feel like I know more people that just root for Alabama that didn't go to school there or not from Alabama. Whereas with Auburn, I maybe can think of like two or three people offhand I've known that just pull for Auburn, but most Auburn fans I know like you went to school there. Yeah, Joe, there's, there's a, uh, there's an old joke that they have uh, that, you know, uh, 99% of Auburn fans uh, went to school there and 99% of Alabama fans got their degree at Walmart. <laughs> And 99% of them never even been to, to Tuscaloosa. Uh, and that's, I mean, it's true. I mean, you do have a lot more fans that didn't get a degree from Alabama that went to other schools or didn't go to college or, you know, went into any kind of other field, but they just remained Alabama fans. And for the most part, you do see uh, people that are Auburn fans, either they went to school there, their family went to school there. There's usually a much more deeper connection. Mm-hmm. And I think as we've talked about before, the surprising thing is when you know people that attended Alabama, you know, they're so different as far as how they approach things compared to the person that didn't go to Alabama. There are much more easier fans to deal with the ones that did that actually went to school there. I've got a lot of friends that did go to school at Alabama. And I do have some that are Alabama fans that didn't go to school there, but I feel like in terms of dealing with them as Alabama fans, much easier to deal with people like from the show, Kent Frost, who's an Alabama fan that went to school there versus ones that did not. Precisely. Yeah. Uh, and Joe, you know, when it comes to, to money, apparently it's, uh, it's a better thing to be an Auburn fan because looking at these stats that they had, yet again, I have no idea how they did this. 
Apparently, almost 50% of Auburn fans have a household income of, all, of at least $100,000, and you compare that to 35% of Alabama fans. And, Joe, that could go back to what you're talking about with the fact that maybe more of the Auburn fans are people that did go to school there and had degrees, and maybe a lot of the ones you're looking at on the Alabama side of it might not have college degrees. I don't know. That could be part of it. But that's at least there. Uh, and I've actually seen things, too, where they go into the different counties that they have in Alabama, which ones have more. And I think a lot of times you see the more affluent counties in Alabama tend to have more Auburn fans in it. Mm-hmm. I got you. All right. And, uh, Joe, talking about education. Now, this is one that actually favored Alabama uh, in some ways. Now, Auburn fans were much more likely to have an undergraduate degree. I think, let's say, um, 85% of Auburn fans had at least some college. And then you compare that to 71% of Alabama fans. However, when you want to talk about graduate school, law school, postgraduate work, Alabama actually had a higher percentage of that with 20% of their fans having reached that kind of degree versus 17% on Auburn fans. So the one, you know, this goes to what we say, the ones that do go to school there do tend to get a very good education. And a lot of times go out and actually get a secondary degree, law degree, you know, master's degree, what have you. No, I, I can certainly see that, you know, knowing people that have gone there and, you know, personally facing their debate team and going on that campus, you know, it's a great school. A lot of just really intelligent people that come through there. But on a comical note, I remember like probably about 10 or 12 years ago when Saban, you know, really started establishing things in Tuscaloosa. There was a campaign I used to hear on the radio for education online for Alabama. It was called Alabama at a Distance. Do you remember anything about that? Uh, not really, Joe. I mean, I'm sure that they, they did that. A lot of schools do. And Ole Miss actually has a very prevalent online program for out-of-state students, too. So, Well, what they were doing is the radio campaign was trying to entice people to take online classes for Alabama by basically saying, if you're an Alabama fan without a degree there, you'd feel a lot better rooting for the team if you took an online class from Alabama. So that was kind of their, their sales pitch. There you go. It gives, it gives the people that are uh, sidewalk fans more of a connection to the university and a chance to have a degree from there, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they were trying to do. Okay. I like that. Um, but, yeah, Joe, that was, those were kind of like the main things. And I think it went into as well in here at some point, you know, how many people actually did, uh, you know, get a degree from Auburn versus uh, Alabama. And I think it was, it's pretty substantial. I mean, I think it, it, I think you're right. I think it's like more than half of Auburn fans actually do have a degree from Auburn versus I think with Alabama, it was like less than 20%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where you feel like, you know, it's not going to be obviously as drastic as a Vanderbilt where you just can't imagine somebody, you know, being a, a big Vanderbilt fan without a connection there, but you definitely feel like it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think it would have to be a severe masochist to want to be a Vanderbilt fan without actually having a degree from there or being maybe from the city of Nashville or something. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, We know, and this is going to be the same way, Joe. I mean, if you look at, you know, I guess Ohio State or LSU wouldn't really make sense. Michigan versus Michigan State. I think that would be, uh, you know, an apt one. I would venture to say that most people that live in Michigan that didn't go to 
that didn't graduate from either Michigan or Michigan State are probably going to be Michigan fans versus Michigan State fans. I mean, that tends to be the way it works out is that your flagship school is going to be the one that draws in the people that ultimately don't end up going to school there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if they do one of these for Ole Miss or Mississippi State. If you find one, we should we should look into it and see if you see the same thing. If you see that you have more female Ole Miss fans or more female uh, Mississippi State fans, which fan base makes more money. These are things where it, maybe if you're losing in football or you're losing in other sports, you can use that as something that you can point to. Well, my degree means more. <laughs> Just yep, like, you know, right. We had a friend of ours in law school that went to Georgia Tech, and he'd always, whenever we want to talk about sports, be like, well, what's your ROI? Because I got the best public in, university in America for return on investment. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. But um, with that being said, when we come back, we're going to talk about teams that, I don't know, I don't know how their ROI is, but they're right now preseason, a lot of hype. We're going to talk about our numbers 11 through 14 teams. And next week, we're going to start delving into the top 10. Uh, if you want to catch all of our episodes on Spotify, you can search the Dan and Joe Sports Show on there. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can catch all of our episodes over the last few months on YouTube. And, of course, uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at DJ Sports Show. And as always, I'm Dan. And I'm Jeff.